0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is Jr. Robinson. And I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica from a man's perspective. And as always, y'all know I got to give it up to the listeners. You know what? Matter of fact, I'm just gonna go ahead and do this. I, I decided not to do a podcast, you know, normally the way I normally do it. And this is gonna be a, a appreciation, thank you show and a little bit insight about how i got started with this podcast because today is my 100th podcast episode so i wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for people supporting me giving me a pat on the back giving me harsh reality checks because when i started almost two years ago I thought I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I was like the um uh you I was stuck like Chuck. But as I um as the podcast as the podcast grew, so did I. Um I found myself trying to do different things and you know do the podcast like you know, emulate certain people the way they do their podcast. and I couldn't do that. Because that's not who I am. That's not my makeup. So um, I had to find my lane. And once I did, I was able to do 100 podcasts. So for me, it's not a big thing. But it has to be acknowledged. It's like another feather in my hat. And, you know, some people may see it as, oh, he just talking about sex. Yeah, that's true, but I'm talking about it from a man's perspective because most sex topics and forums and chats and discussion comes from women. And I don't knock women who's out there doing their thing or making a living or making their coins so or talking about men. But how can you really truly tell the perspective of sex from a man's point of view when you're a woman I, I've never been able to understand it and when I started the podcast I didn't do it to I didn't do it to um, put my foot into the pool or to put my hand into the jar you know I wasn't trying to do it because women was doing it. I want to show them hey you can't talk about sex because you're not a man from a man's perspective now that wasn't my that wasn't my thing I just started talking I was sitting in the in my room COVID had just kicked in and I was just going back and forth what you want to do I had been watching YouTube I had watched I was tired of Netflix I've never been really the TV type of always trying to read or you know expand on my knowledge and I just saw, you know, so many people to view um, the show that just went off the reel. different um, females um, having their, you know, beat up on men podcasts or men ain't shit podcasts. And then you would see some women, you know, trying to tell how a man should be. What a man should do, how a man should act in the bedroom. (sighs) And if it wasn't, um, it wasn't just, you know, women, it was guys who were men but didn't classify themselves as men, you know, homosexual men. And um, I have nothing against homosexuality, nothing. I have family members who are bisexual, homosexuals, and love them to death. But when you're a woman and a homosexual man who don't see yourself as a man, how can you speak on sex, relationships, dating, fucking? When you don't, when you're not, when you don't have that makeup as a man, as a full-blooded, straight, Heterosexual, um sexual man. So I just kind of um found my lane and decided to talk about my, my first podcast was what is romance or how you see romance. I can't remember exactly how I worded it, and it was <laughs> it was ugly. I cringe when I listened to it, but now. I use it as my yardstick and you know, don't get me wrong. I still have podcasts, still have podcasts that sound like the first one, not as bad, but um, a lot of it was due to me being nervous and unsure about what I was doing. Um, I had in my head that what if my kids hear this because all my kids are older and they're doing their thing. But um, it also gives them a give them some insight of who their father is, in a way that's never been shared, you know, on a one-on-one type basis. So it's gonna be one day they're gonna probably all sit around and be like, "Wow, my dad dealt like that," you know. So um, I had to get past that i had to accept the fact that this is who i am i like to talk about sex i like sex i like relationships i like men being men in relationships i like holding my woman's hand i like buying my woman's buying my woman flowers i love text messages i love great oral sex i love a woman who can fuck me mentally as well as physically So it was my thing to talk about. And one of the biggest pieces of advice that I took and applied it to what I was doing. If you have a passion about something and you talk about it, it's going to come across as genuine. Now I can talk about other things I like as far as, um, I like, uh, making videos as far as on the computer I love basketball I love playing chess I love um all types of gadgets but I really can't talk about that stuff you know because even though I love <laughs> I love even though I love uh, those items it's not passion I can pick them up and put them down whereas with sex and relationships and and um, screwing. I'm not saying that's who I am every day, all day. But the connection with a woman, the connection that I have with women, that's every day. Um, it's not as sexual as it once was, but I still communicate. I still see different women that look good. I'm not, I don't lust like I used to. The lust part of me has, has, um, has gotten under control. Um, I can look at a a nice looking woman and say she's nice and leave it right there and not even make an attempt to speak to her in a way to make her think that I'm interested in her. I've grown in that, in that, um, in that area. But um, let me uh, kind of like give you a how this all started as far as me wanting to talk about relationships and sex and fucking when I was a little boy <laughs> the, the cliche opening when I was a little boy um, I was the oldest. So in order to have fun and be able to go out the house. My mother went to work and with me being old, I had to make sure that my siblings cleaned up and take, you know, made sure the house looked good when my mother got out. So, okay, my mother went to work around 7, so she got out about 3. So around 2 o'clock, we did the power cleanup. Okay, we then fucked off and looked at comic books and watched cartoons and drank Kool-Aid and ate you know, ate up all the snacks. Now at 2 o'clock, I need you to go in the bathroom. I need you to go in mama room. I need you to wash them dishes. And I'm going to make sure that everything is done. I'm going to be the backup, man, the utility, man. Make sure everything is done. Y'all done your job. So when mama come, we can go outside. So that worked a lot. So it got to a point my mother would let me go to my cousin's house. And being from Savannah, Georgia, um, You had to walk a lot. If you didn't have a bicep as a teenager or as a young kid, you had to walk. And I mean walk miles. So I walked over to my cousin's house on the east side because I lived in the projects, Frazier's Home. Shout out to all my Frazier Home, Kate and Home uh, crew. Uh, Some of my best times. I would walk over to my cousin's house on the east side, and I had to go past Forsyth Park. Forsyth Park is a huge park downtown, close to downtown Savannah. And um, as I was walking, I saw a pornographic book. And it wasn't like Hustler or Cherry or um, what's the other one? What's the other one? Hust- Penthouse. It was... It was straight, just, I mean, men and women bucking, cum shot, ass licking, dick sucking, three-way. I was like a little kid in a candy store. So I found a tree near the tennis court and sat there for about two hours. I didn't make it over to my cousin's house. I think I left home around three thirty. I think I got to their house about five fifteen, something like that. And my cousin like, where you been, man? We about to get ready to eat and then we got to do homework. So we only got a little bit of time. I think this was when it was daylight same time. So the sun was getting ready to it was getting ready to get dark. So But yeah, I put that book <laughs> and back in those days we had the socks that came all the way up to your knee. So I put the book in my, you know, against my leg and pulled my sock because I didn't want my mom to find it. So my uncle, he used to live with us, and he had his own little stash of penthouse and and um, playboy and all like that, and hustler. So when I showed him that book, he was like, I'm about to take this. I'm like, no, man, you can't take it. So he... He would turn the page and look for anything sticky. He said, you ain't do nothing in this book. And I'm like, what? So I didn't know he was talking about because I hadn't masturbated yet. So, I, you know, um, he just looked at me in a certain way. He said, okay. So um, he held the book and he put it up for me, but he gave me access to where all the books were at. And those times I would tell my brothers and sisters to clean up. While they was cleaning up, I was looking at porn magazines. So that was my beginning. In Fraser Holmes, looking at porn magazines. And as I grew older, I started to appreciate women. Their, you know, different sizes, complexion, hairstyle, smiles, eyes um really didn't have a preference back then it was just who i agreed with who my soul and my body agreed with so um i started dating in the 10th grade and then we eventually got married and you know had kids and had a somewhat good marriage until i fucked up and then um you know was in the navy got a chance to meet different women and come across different you know situations and um both i was in the navy and the national guard and um some great times and then i got divorced and moved to atlanta and that's when things really that's when my sex life my relationships everything just came down like a world when i was <sighs> the master of my destiny, and I guess sex was my destiny because I had a lot of it, <laughs> um, made a lot of new friends, um, went on trips, just hung out and really, you know, I was just so goddamn cocky, you know, but I was good looking, I was tall, 6'6", six, six. Peanut butter brown, decent, you know, body, smart, funny, quiet, tall, sexy. So I used that to my advantage. And then I got hurt. It, phew, she put it on me, man. She made me think I was the one. Come to find out she was with my homeboy. And told me it was better than mine. Had me in the bed with one tumbling on and no drawers and a damn button down smoking Newports. Why? Why she do me like this? She don't know that I love her. I bought her that $250 ring at night. I bought her that $250 ring. And now she going, my $250 going, she going. What the fuck? Well, yeah, I was fucked up for a minute. And rightfully so, because I had done so much damage. I had um, fucked over some people, you know what I'm saying, in order to get what I want, whatever it was. But um, met someone we dated for a long time and had a great relationship. And, you know, things would left and you know it's just been kinda of like hit and miss with women. But um I'm at a point mentally, emotionally, sexually and spiritually we have grown a lot and I realized that in order to have something meaningful, it takes two people. They can't I can't just expect a woman to do everything I need him to do and I'm not giving one hundred percent. So I've learned how to do that. And um, I guess with that that has prepared me to do podcast to do a podcast about relationships. And and I'm not the the smartest dude. I don't have the best advice. I don't know every fucking thing, but I know enough enough to speak on Situations that I've been a part of enough to, you know, share thoughts about certain things. So, um, it's not like I'm a foreigner to relationships or, you know, um, situations between two people who are in a romantic setting or relationship. So doing the podcast was, I guess it was going to happen. I just had to find it. And once I did, it just, it's natural, you know? Um, Because I was going to do this uh, podcast on Saturday. But I'm like, nah, this is business. Even though I'm glad I got to this point, this is my business, you know? And it's not, when I, when I when i tell people about starting podcasts it's not gonna make you a lot of money it's gonna make you coffee money it's gonna make you maybe a a, a vegan for me you know a vegan sandwich money with some sweet potato fries and cajun salt mm, damn i gotta taste for that but yeah um it's something that uh that helps me. I said as I've said this plenty of times. therapeutically talking on the podcast is what helps me with mental things that I may be going through. You know, um, being a veteran, I do have certain things that I may go through every once in a while, you know. And I deal with it. And it doesn't stop me or, you know, prevent me from doing things I enjoy doing. But um, sometimes, you know, just getting on the podcast and just talking, you know, doing the research to talk about some shit, it helps with, you know, my mental sometimes. It balances me back out. So um, this is crazy that I've done A hundred shows. Now, I don't know what the next hundred is going to be, but it's going to be interesting because I understand what the first hundred, what it took to do the first hundred. So now, moving forward, it will be something different. I may be willing to talk about the time a man hit on me. You know what I'm saying? that's difficult to talk about, you know, but um, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I had to let him know, hey, that ain't my flow, bro. You know what I'm saying? Go go over there to the next dude. I don't play that. But yeah, um, before, I couldn't even talk about that. So who knows? I may share that story. I've said that. I was thinking about talking about it, but still, it's one of those things where it's like, you know? So, but um i think one of the reasons i don't talk about homosexuality is because it's not something I, I know anything about i mean i i know the basics i know what happens but that's not something that um i can have a conversation about because i don't know i don't get into that you know and i won't i'll never talk about children never there'd never be a conversation about children that's just all it's just creepy it's it, it just don't feel right and I was going to talk about voyeurism you know watching people have sex and that's kind of creepy so there's certain things I kind of like will stay away from and if I bring it up it's going to be probably in the question form it won't be me having the the conversation you know what I'm saying but um Yeah, the next 100 shows or however many shows I do will be interesting. It'll be some, you know, shit about women bashing men. It'll probably be something about men saying women ain't shit. I don't know. But I feel comfortable about talking about more things now. And that's what I'm going to do because this this is, you know, my passion so once again i want to say thank you to everybody so many people who have supported me there's been even though when i first started you know i did give my cash app and it was a couple of people who you know say hey what's your cash app and sent me a couple of them, and i appreciate that but that's not why I'm. Not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the podcast to collect cash apps. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, if someone gives me something, okay, that's fine. But I'm not going to beg you and and say, hey, I'm not going to talk about something until the cash app. I see content creators on YouTube. They won't start their show until they get an X amount of people to like they shit and that's mind control that, that's some weak shit and that's not who I am i'm not here to mesmerize anybody or control anybody. i'm just here to have a conversation me myself and i and i'm i made the decision i'm not going to have no female partner I'm not going to have no other partner this is what i do by myself and it is work it for 100 shows it has shown me that i can do it by myself and even though some people, you know, say you need a woman, you need somebody to balance you out. Nah, I don't, because I'm a, I've been balanced for years. So um, this right here is just another way of showing my um, my balance and just doing my thing, you know. So um, anybody who wants to talk about relationships or have any advice they want to share with me or, or any criticism, hit me up at when he speaks erotic at Gmail. And always remember, please, if you're gonna hit me up with something, just be respectable. You treat me with respect and I'll definitely treat you with respect back. Um the book, still working on it, still working on it. Um another story I know I shouldn't have, but I want to talk about the conscious woman, this one woman who I, you know, met and who but what, I think it was 30 some days, had me clean and sober. without I don't mean from alcohol, I mean from the other vices. You know, weed and chasing women and working long hours, you know. She stripped me down, stripped my, all that, that was that was wearing on me. She took all that off and, helped build me back up but i couldn't sustain it with her because them streets was calling me rob i know you get yourself together mentally but come on back out here there's a cookout at um so-and-so house you know you want to go to the sports bar and watch the uh watch the pittsburgh steelers you know so a certain thing that Pulled me away from one of the best times in my life. While well, I was, I was it, it was almost as if as if I was levitating. That's how, that's how much she had me. But the streets, you know, the streets pulled me back. Once I get out, like The Godfather. Once I get out, they pull me right back in. But anyway, um. The book I'm finishing. The book I'm gonna go ahead and knock it out and finish it, get it done. But in the meantime, check out Hearts Seduction, my first book, small ebook. Check it out. Barnes and Noble's online, Google, um, Google um, bookstore, and Amazon, Amazon bookstore. Um. But yeah, I want to say thank you to each and every one of y'all, man. Um, It means a lot that y'all been in my corner, that y'all been in my corner and supported me and helped me get through this, get to this place where I can do one hundred episodes. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Take care of yourself, and I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.